You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Give Your Life Away podcast. As we continue going through selected Proverbs this year, we come to Proverbs 17:26. And before I read the proverb, I want to highlight what I'm trying to accomplish in these devotionals this year. First, a familiarity with the Proverbs. That probably seems obvious, but I'm convinced that if we heeded the wisdom taught in this book, along with the other books of the Bible, that we would be better able to represent Christ in normal, everyday interactions. Knowing and putting the Proverbs into practice will lead to more glory from your life being given to God. Second, I'm trying to help familiarize you with the Proverbs by choosing some that aren't as well known or maybe haven't been meditated upon before. There are certain Proverbs that have become familiar to us, and understandably so, and that's great. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. We know that proverb. Or, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. These are wonderful proverbs. And there are many others, like all the rest of them, that are just as wonderful, but perhaps lesser known. So with that being said, let's look at our proverb for the week. Proverbs 17:26. To impose a fine on a righteous man is not good nor to strike the noble for their uprightness. As you can hear, this is written to keep us from punishing somebody who's innocent. Now, you might be thinking, well, I'm not in a position to execute laws. This proverb doesn't apply to me. But before we dismiss this proverb, let's look at the heart of the issue. One of the reasons that we long for heaven is because in heaven, all wrongs will be righted. Complete justice will have been done, and we'll enjoy perfection in the eternal state. But right now, perfect justice isn't done. Even in normally fair societies, bad people get away with things, and good people get punished for things. So bad people get away with bad things, and good people get punished for good things. This proverb deals with the latter situation. A good person can be punished for something. Quick note, I know that the Bible teaches that nobody is truly good except for Christ. The way this term good is used here in the Proverbs is referring to somebody who, on a human level, before other humans, hasn't done anything to warrant punishment by human authorities. So we, the reader of the Proverbs, are told here that it's wrong for us to punish somebody who is upright. Now, how should we bring our hearts before this text? Let's start here. Since the Bible is telling me not to punish somebody who is upright or has has done good, then maybe I should be calculated in how I respond when I perceive that wrongdoing has happened. Let me give you a couple of examples of this. First, if you have children or employees, or if you're in any position of leading other people, you'll be called in to resolve conflict at some point. Sometimes, The fact that there's even conflict at all can frustrate us. Sometimes there's a temptation to punish all parties involved simply because they're making our life difficult. This isn't right. I believe this proverb would call us to make a calculated decision about how we respond to other people, 
there might be somebody who's innocent in the matter, and it would do us well to listen and to ask questions and to pray for wisdom. Punishing good behavior or conduct is wrong for us to do. So consider this, God rewards people for righteousness. The government is supposed to reward people for doing good works. So shouldn't we as parents or bosses or leaders make sure that we're rewarding good and not just punishing it because there seems to be some conflict? So when there is conflict, we need to search out and ask questions and determine if there is somebody who's in the right and we can't punish them just because they're in the conflict. So again, being cautious that we're not punishing people who haven't done anything wrong. Second, as Christians, we are people of the truth. Sometimes we think that we know the truth about a matter or about somebody's actions, but we don't. We've just assumed that they're in the wrong. So we end up punishing the person simply because we assume that we know the truth, when in reality, they didn't actually do anything wrong. We can violate this proverb simply because we're impatient. So consider a spouse punishing or being angry with their husband or wife for being home late without even patiently listening to the explanation as to why. I've found that there have been many times when I've assumed that something is spiritually wrong with somebody when I later find out that there wasn't anything wrong at all. I just had made the wrong assumption or rushed to a judgment. I didn't see their good works, but punished them for quote-unquote bad works that weren't even there. The proverb, this proverb, would call us to make slow judgments and to find out what is actually true. We should be cautious of punishing people who've acted righteously or who haven't done anything wrong. We often think of injustice as when somebody gets away with doing something wrong and they're not punished for it. But the opposite is also true. And this proverb teaches us that. Sometimes in a fallen world, the righteous are punished. And that's also injustice. Let's make sure that we're living justly as we represent our just God. Remember the words of the prophet Micah. He has told you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? Let's make sure that we're not punishing good. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.